It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show right here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, Matt Lively joining us now from Channel 6. Love the new logo at Channel 6. I tell you, I think Matt may have designed it. The man may have. He wanted it. He and... uh, he and uh, Curtis wanted it on their, their golf shirts. But, uh, uh, I, Matt, I was just uh, mentioning about uh, Kevin Hoffman out there at Mart uh, tweeting about a barbecue restaurant recently. What he was tweeting about was the number one barbecue restaurant in the uh, state of Texas, according to Texas Monthly uh, Magazine, Goldie's in Fort Worth. So, anyway, and, Matt, I'm sure as you make your way, boy, you and Curtis, you all love to get out in the field and, and go to these games. Part of where you end up is is based on where can I find the best restaurant? What time do I get into town to be able to hit the restaurant and still be able to do my live shot? Matt, is that kind of how you plan your outings? I wish I could say it's false, but it's so true. Uh, not only is it, you know, which town has the best restaurants, there might be some bias over which press boxes have the best spread, which, by the way, is Gatesville, hands down, not even close. Uh, but yeah, and if, if someone's going to recommend barbecue to me, I'm taking Kevin Hoffman's, uh, advice pretty seriously. I would say he's right up there with, uh, you know, I got to trust his, his, uh, his opinion on that. I feel like he's a guy that is a barbecue lover. <laughs> well, he tried to, I mean, Kevin thought about stepping away and then just said, right, that's nah. he stepped away. I bet. He might've opened up a barbecue shack or something had he stayed with it. He had to get back to it, and um, and boy, I tell you, Channel Six, love the work y'all have done, and and uh, the YouTube. You can go to YouTube and see that countdown to kickoff, and I mean, you did like fifty, I think fifty four different schools. The uh, the kickoff, so that was really good. And um, and I, I by the way, did you hear me talking earlier? I, I and if you didn't, that's okay. But I was talking about Lee Wigington coming from Middle Othian Heritage uh, before he ended up at Allen, which is true. And it, it escaped me for a minute, thanks to Tom Barfield for reminding me. Boy, Lee was at Bosqueville and Mejia with the Black Cats there uh, before he ended up over at Midlothian, Her- Midlothian Heritage. And Matt, I don't know if you saw it, but his comments were he was not pleased that Chad Morris left behind a game with um, with John Bosco High School out of California to start Allen's season. Do you, do you uh, think? I did not see you, the comments, but I wouldn't have been happy either. <laughs> Yeah, but do you think coaches across the state feel that bad for Allen, which has, like, the greatest facilities and the most money (laughs) of any school in America? I don't really think coaches across Central Texas right now are like, Lee, we're we're behind you. We feel – but I I see his point. I think his point is we take care of each other in the Texas High School Coaches Association, and we don't need to be playing all these these, – teams from out of state and all that kind of stuff if, if that's his point i kind of get it but you don't want to wait till you get beat 52 14 and then have a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff about how you hate the schedule and and the the guy before you left the wrong schedule and all that is it a smart thing to play john bosco no it's not at all all right uh matt give me give me kind of your uh, your night from friday night quillen was going out the check on was it leon rosebud lot he told us kind of what was on his uh agenda 
where where did you go Friday night and uh, and and even uh, throughout the week? Because we had games uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. What were you focused on during this first uh, weekend of high school football? Well, Mosley, I was focused on watching our show because don't worry, I know what I'm. I, I, I'm not going to come in here with a goose egg of information, but I was not in town. I was not in the state of Texas (laughs) on Friday. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if you're setting me up. I was at a wedding in St. Louis, but don't, I mean, I, I, uh, it was, it's a bit of a sick habit. I found myself opening up the Dave Campbell's app and firing up scores as I'm sitting at a rehearsal dinner. I'm chomping down on some chewy steak and, uh, enjoying the company of friends, and here I am <laughs> under under the table like a teenager whose mom is going to yell at me because I'm looking to see how Marlin is doing and if Midway was going to steal a win and if Robinson was going to be able to beat University. So I uh, I'm I'm caught up with everything, but I was not in the state of Texas. I was here on Thursday to watch uh, Harker Heights take care of Ellison, yeah, and then, uh, I saw what happened with Temple there in McKinney on Saturday and. I've been doing my research on Sunday. I mean, we've uh, in a, in a few hours here, we're going to announce our game of the week here for week two. Uh, but it, Curtis and uh, our new reporter Nicole Sheeran, they uh, they handled the ship pretty well for us on Friday night. Well, yeah, I mean, Lorena, I mean, had, was involved in a big one. Nicole jumped right yep. on the big game of the week. No, I should have. Um, I should have known. I you know, it's uh, I, I feel like Curtis is getting a little soft. Unless you were the best man. I do not believe you should have been given off the first week of high school football. Curtis and I will hold up and visit about that, but I am glad you were kind of staying abreast of all the action uh, across Central Texas. And then, you know, looking ahead already to next week, uh, we Aaron and I were talking about it a little while ago. There's some fun matchups that are that are uh, that are coming up. What um, what are you kind of looking for from some of these teams? I mean, you mentioned that the Temple uh, that was a lot of adversity. You go. You gotta. You gotta get on a bus. You gotta get the kids to the school and be ready to leave by six a.m. You got like a noon start. Then you have a lightning delay. And McKinney is no pushover. McKinney's a. I mean, that's a big time school in the Metroplex. The Lions are no joke. Big time D one players. And for Temple to go up there and get that win, I, I think that's that's kind of a character win. And if you look at it, Matt, and I know you were digging into this while the wedding was happening. I mean. They only had like 77 rushing yards. It's not like it was a typical Temple just lined up and ran over them. They had to manufacture a win with tremendous defense in a lot of ways. Well, the defense was excellent. And I think if you ask Scott Stewart, I think he would probably tell you that they played really sloppy offensively in that game. Uh, but I, I think you nailed, nailed it on the head right there is that they still came away with a win against the McKinney team that you can't sleep on any of those teams up there in that area. You can't really sleep on. Uh, and I would say that is a, a pretty resounding way to start your year. If you're temple, especially after, you know, probably a pretty bad taste in your mouth coming out of the playoffs last year. And they've got so much talent that they're, they're going to lose after this season. Uh, you know, they, they want to win now. And so, that's a great way to start their year. Even if it wasn't on paper, the best win, or it didn't look as pretty, it was raining. I mean, how much are you going to do on the off? They had a 45 minute rain delay. I was told that they went straight into, they, they took 45 minutes. They played the final minute of the second quarter after that delay, and then just went straight into the third and fourth quarter. So I don't really know how uh, clean of a game you can play when it looks like that. Yeah, that can be uh, tough. Talking to Matt Lively, 
Uh, and he's he's in that phase of life, early to mid-20s, where people are already getting married. Lively's a guy who's going to kind of bide his time, maybe even try to <laughs> r- remain a bachelor into his 30s. His lifestyle right now not real conducive to a lot of uh, dating. I'm sure he's out there on all the sites, ladies. Um, now... I'm, I'm going to get you in trouble, by the way. You may have a girlfriend. I'm sorry. Why don't we strike hey, way, that I last? Think, I think I was, I was more nervous. I was more nervous <laughs> to ask her to squill in for week one of high school football off than I'll be to get down on a knee and actually propose to someone. I was more nervous <laughs> to ask to go to the wedding than to get married myself, I think. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Quillen, you'll now be given like every long assignment this year ever. Like if there's a <laughs> if there's a 100-mile round trip, I promise you you're on it. Uh but that's yeah, okay. You're right Curtis, about that. Curtis got married and had all that stuff going on and so I think right now you caught him at a good time cuz he's a newlywed and he's still kind of in that newlywed phase and so I think he's kind of constantly in a good mood kind of thing. Um, okay, yeah. Matt, Matt, what, what about this Baylor, uh, Dave Aranda? I mean, I was all poised today and I got, um, I, I was in fact, the ESPN plus app. I was kind of watching things on that, but I always like it when you put up that major quote that comes out of one of those Monday conferences. And, and this one had to do with year one to year three. Okay. Okay. Now we're in year three. What's the difference? And I kind of liked it because Aranda as soft-spoken as he comes across sometimes, that, I thought Maddie kind of gave it the old, you know, punch to the gut quote there. I, I like that. Yeah, I sure did. I, I asked them, I said, how do your nerves, I said, I, I know you, there's nerves coming in the Saturday's game, even if you're facing a Albany team that none of us have ever heard of before. Uh, you know, there's nerves, it's opening, it's opening day. And I think it's kind of been revealed about Dave Aranda in this past offseason, especially after a great ESPN article was released about him that he did not feel like himself at LSU. He kind of hid away and was in a, in a dark room and, you know, they, they ushered him away from the media and made sure he didn't have to talk to people. And uh, he takes this Baylor job for his kids because he didn't want them to turn into that. And so he was mentioning that with year one, there was a lot of self growth for him and opportunity. And I thought that fit in really well into what he has been, you know, kind of uh, revealed about him recently that, he needed to take this job to grow as a person. Now he's, you know, not having to do that as much. People know who he is. They know why he took this job. He's proven that he can win. So year three is about containing those wins and making sure you can consistently do that at this level. And so he said, you know, win or get the hell back. Uh, and I, <laughs> I, was, I was actually pretty blown away when it came out of his mouth. I was like, Dave Randall? you know, uh, but I, I really liked it. And I like that attitude. And, uh, it, it really is a pleasure to cover him. There's, I don't think you can say there's another college football coach in America that's like Dave Aranda. The polar opposite might, might be Mike Leach, but he's fun to cover for a different reason. We kind of have like a Mike Leach in Waco, but more philosophical and much more deep. And, and, and Mike Leach knows what he's doing. Where, and, and, sure. and now Dave knows what he's doing when he's coaching. But Dave's not trying to put on a show for the media. Like, that's just Never. him being authentic and who he yeah. is. And he, even when he was doing that whole Berenstain Bears thing that we're back there kind of chuckling, he, he never cracked a smile. Like, he, he was not trying to be funny at all. Uh, and that's who he was. And, and uh, while you were at the wedding the other day, uh, <laughs> I won't keep rubbing that in, but I, Matt, the, uh, <laughs> I, had the, uh, I had the psychologist, the sports psychologist, who he cold-called in 2001 – 
and said, I want to come see you. This is the same yeah. sports psychologist who worked with, uh, 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 you know, the uh, the famous coach of the Bulls, of course, Phil Jackson and Steve Kerr with the uh, Warriors. And, and there, there's a, at 2001, he's like a, a GA, uh, probably at maybe Tech or Houston or somewhere, and, and he calls up this guy, like, hey, I want to come. And the guy says, yeah, come on up. He said he doesn't usually do one-on-ones, and they walked the beach for about three days and, and talked about all this philosophical stuff. So uh, you're right. He is a fascinating guy, and um, I may, uh, Matt, I may fly out there to walk on the beach with this, with this <laughs> Dr. Lynch, Dr. Jerry Lynch. I feel like he could help me. Uh, you know, learn how to be a little more introspective. Now, it, it worried me a little bit because we got way away from the Baptist. There was like, uh, it was Native American, which I love that, but then some Christian, there was some mysticism, Eastern religion, like uh, Buddhism. Again, I love everybody, but we got a little off the Baptist track there, so I was getting <laughs> a little nervous with some of that talk. But uh, now, yeah. You Albany, I feel like you're not giving them any credit, and and uh, I hate that. I hate that. I hope you'll I hope you'll um, dig in a little bit. Really? Yeah, yeah. You no, I think I'm not giving you Albany a two and nine FCS team from a year ago, who we had never oh, heard of. They got. Come on. Hey, listen, they've got everybody coming back. Now that's the that's part of the problem too, because they're all yeah, back, from a, two and, back from a two two and nine. Team. No, you know, but I just maybe, don't. Maybe they're the Baylor. Maybe they're the 2021 Baylor Bears of the FCS. You know, maybe, just, that's true. Baylor was a two-win team coming in the last year, and they became Sugar Bowl champs. Maybe you Albany like goes on a on a title run here, and then it starts in Waco. Would that wouldn't that be crappy? I would rather play a team. I mean, I'll tell you this though. Again, I think they'll take care of business. I hope you Albany comes out, puts up a little fight early. Uh, you don't want too much of a fight. I saw too much of a fight. Last year in that opening game against Texas State, I mean, I was thinking, okay, well, how, how's this going to look? I don't think any Baylor fan or people that cover the Bears came away from that Texas State feeling particularly great about things. I mean, I, in fact, I, I think now that we know what happened, a 12-win Sugar Bowl victory, I don't think you could have ever, Matt, looked back after that Texas State game. That was kind of hard to see, you know? I agree with you. No, I don't think anyone was impressed. Um, but Again, Texas State, U Albany. I think they're in a little bit of different class there. Uh, by the way, if you hadn't, do you know the last time that Baylor lost to an FBS school? Okay, don't don't do. Uh, let me think about this one. <laughs> they they, I know because I was I, I know I was there when it happened. They did lose to Lamar in the in the eighties, and I was a kid. And they lost to Lamar like seventeen to fifteen. It was an awful loss. Um, who who is it? Who's the FCS team? The last team they so, lost to. Here's what I've got. Baylor seventeen and one all time against currently forming FCS ranked teams. With the lone loss coming against Villanova. Forty one. Nineteen forty one. Yeah. Yeah, that was pre-Sugar Bowl, pre-Gotham Bowl. And when I say pre-Sugar Bowl, I'm talking about the 1957 <laughs> Sugar Bowl. Not these last pre two. pre Mosley, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, don't even, you don't even think. I mean, that was a long time before I arrived. I did not arrive until the 1970s. But, um, 
But, yeah, yeah. The worst loss, if we're going to go down this road, though, to a school like that that's not FCS, but might as well have been, that Baylor had an unbelievable team in 80 with Mike Singletary, Jay Jeffrey, Walter Abercrombie, Dennis right. Gentry. They were unbelievable. And they're rolling, and they drop a game like midseason. It was not like a, 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 a preseason game. They had already started conference schedule, and they're in the middle of the season for some reason because they didn't do that back then a lot. They played San Jose State, uh, coached by John Elway's dad. I think Jack Elway was coaching, so that would have been 1980. Now that was a gut punch. And then they came back the next week on an ABC game, I think against Arkansas. Jim Lampley would have been doing the game uh, and just crushed a Lou Holtz Arkansas team. Now that was a great Grant Taft team. That, In fact, that was the... That may have some of those teams that Mickey and Carlson played for were really good, but they didn't cash in and win a conference title. That was probably Grant's best team ever. Ever the '91 team could have been. Okay, Matt, sorry, I've dra- you, I've now taken you back into a, a rabbit hole with me here. But see, like this is how this is. Yeah, this is how you learn history. I'm kind of like the coach who teaches history, and you're just kind of sitting yeah. here learning at my feet. Matt, that was good. Uh, for a guy who didn't attend a single high school game over the weekend, I thought you did great. <laughs> hey, well, we'll, Thursday. Uh, we'll... <laughs> on Thursday. Okay, yes. Yes, Colleen Ellison. In fact, you, you, I, I like the interview you did with the Ellison coach. I really did. That was a fun interview before that game. I actually watched that. Uh, and they got beat like 33-7 or something, but that's okay. I like yeah. the interview, and I like the spirit, and I like everything that's going on in Colleen. In fact, I'm watching Chaparral, what Alan Hare is going to do out there. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, Matt, uh, great to visit with you, and uh, look forward to seeing you in person, hopefully at uh, Saturday's ball game. You will see me there. I'm, uh, you know, as always, I'm excited for you to give me a fashion tip on Saturday. I'm going to have to wait on that one. Mm, mm, okay 90 wait, wait. degrees so i don't know what i'm i'm gonna be down on the sideline 90 degrees it might be a shorts kind of day yeah i think you have to although ricky i promise you ricky would never do it the baylor sideline man ricky thompson uh the great former bear the man would never resort to wearing shorts but uh, matt you can pull it off you're fine uh Ricky's okay a better man than i <laughs> ricky. <laughs> oh man all right well good to visit with you i'll Thanks, talk to matt. you soon okay all right matt. There- There he goes. Matt Lively joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. What does Aaron Sexton have in store for us 